morning, everybody. Welcome back to this mini-series that I like to call the East-West Crime Podcast. Rah! Welcome back, you guys. I am your trusted host. Yes, I am. My name is Christine Silva. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, guys, we're going to pick up where we left off last week, which was, you know, the topic on drugs. Uh, We'll continue the emails. And we've got this highly, highly anticipated. We've got that asshole of the week. Listen, guys, I've been getting all kinds of local emails, Fremont, Bay Area, California, on our segment about Fremont Mayor Lily May. The election's coming up. California is on point. They are paying attention, guys. I love you. But I've been getting those emails, guys, those messages. Everyone's concerned about the cliffhanger. What the fuck happened? Patience, my friend. We're going to get there. Thanks for coming back, you guys, for being a part of this East-West Grind podcast, for being with me and my people. We appreciate you guys. Hang in there. We're going to get this show going in just a second. Hope you guys are doing good. You're safe. Because that's what we are doing. We are safe. We are hanging in there, guys. All right, you guys, let's do this. All right, let's jump in. But first, guys, of course, before we get into the show, let's give that love, uh, sweet love, respectful love to today's sponsor over at Body and Soul Botanica. What's up, my friends? Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Body and Soul Botanica. Friends, I've been using this product for almost three months. As I told you, back in April, I broke my ankle hiking. And through my healing and rehabilitation, learning how to walk again, this is and has been the only product I've used on my ankle for pain, for swelling, for basic relief. Guys, I saw my orthopedic surgeon and physical therapist recently, and both of them said they'd never seen this type of rapid healing and clear, smooth scarring with this type of injury. I'm talking broken in three places, dislocated, major, major ORIF surgery. That's open reduction internal fixation. That means be broke, broke. And I'm walking again in like three months. The doctor was blown away. Friends, I'm a firm believer that Miracle Sports Cream from Body and Soul Botanica played a huge role in my healing process. There is no denying it. Friends, this will be the only topical cream I use for aches and pains moving forward and in my life. Guys, you should give this Miracle Sports Cream a shot. Everybody I know that uses it swears by it. And folks, if you know me or anyone that knows me, you know that I'd never steer you in the wrong direction. Get this product. Guys, Body and Soul features all natural plant-based products that are not only good for your body and soul. Give the bath products that they sell a try to. I'm most relaxed with the chamomile bath tea. Super, super recharging. But guys, not only are the products at Body and Soul good for your body and soul, they smell good. It's got a mentholated scent that innately makes you want to drag in that long, deep breath and extend those lungs. Imagine that first stretch in the morning, that, that, that is Miracle Sports Cream from Body and Soul Botanic, you guys. It is rejuvenating. Folks, this product is not greasy, nor does it leave you with that filmy coat over your skin like, you know, the store-bought creams. No, ma'am, this is not that product. If it were, it would not be the secret weapon to some NFL teams out there, man. Body and Soul Miracle Sports Cream is what NFL coaches use to get their players back from injury ASAP. I mean, the NFL is one of the most physical sports in the sporting world. The players take beatings and they use this product, you guys. Come on, you better get you some. 
Guys, Body and Soul Miracle Sports Cream is also the go-to product of retired professional athletes and Olympians, helping them get decades back on their legs so that they can stay active even with the wear and tear on their bodies. We all have got it. And folks, those that know me know that I do not put my name on or behind shitty products. I don't do it. So remember, don't come knocking with your snake oil and gimmicks. This is me being real with you, my friends, my listeners. Body and Soul Miracle Sports Cream has made a positive impact on my life and in my healing process. It's facts of my experience using it. Nobody can take that away, man. And I'm sharing it with you guys because I want what's best for you too. So if you're having aches and pains in your shoulders, your knees, your lower back, or if you're just coming out of the house to get active again in your community as COVID lightens up, whatever the case, I give you my word, friends, Body and Soul Miracle Sports Cream and products can change your life. I know, because like I said, I experienced it firsthand. Guys, Miracle Sports Cream is 100% plant-based. It's hemp-based, too. It has 11 herbal extracts that go beyond CBD to actually help your body heal itself from within, as Mother Nature intended. And guys, check this out. We have an exclusive deal for East West Grind listeners. Go to www.bodysoulbotanica.com. We'll have the link in the show notes and enter promo code EASTWESTGRIND at checkout to get 20% off your entire order. Take advantage of that 20%, you guys. Some of our listeners have taken advantage of that 20% and applied it to the eye products and the bath teas from Body and Soul, guys. All positive feedback. And remember, guys, this offer is exclusive to all my loyal listeners. Take advantage of it, friends. Don't let pain stop you from living your best life. Get the Miracle Sports Cream from Body and Soul Botanica. Your body will thank you. And it helps support this podcast so we can keep bringing you these episodes, guys. All right? Cool? All right, cool. Thanks, guys. Once again, use promo code EASTWESTGRIND at BodyAndSoulBotanica.com and get that 20% off your entire order. And remember, guys, I got your back. Great, great product, you guys. I love it. I use it every day. All right, so let's get uh, let's pick back up where we were last week. Uh, we're going to go straight into addiction. We're going to go back there, take it back to addiction. Listen, guys, I've known addiction. I've known addicts. I've talked about this, and I've talked to addicts. Smoking is an addiction, for example. I had to have the ruin why gastric bypass because of my addiction to food, right? Smoking, same thing. About six months ago, because I was a smoker for many years, but about six years ago, I'm sorry, six months ago, my brother-in-law says to me, hey, you smoke a lot. And that was it for me. I just stopped smoking. 25 years, I smoked on and off, literally stopped when someone said chain smoker. And I associated that with myself. It was like a light bulb went off. You see how weird addiction is? For the food, I needed surgery. I didn't have the willpower. For smoking, it just took someone I trusted telling me, hey, puff, pufferson. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Again, guys, people are different. People are different. But let's go into this addiction vein for a minute. That was uh, from Fred last week. Remember that, uh, that whole email? kind of took us into that vein. So we'll go into that real quick. Let's start off quick with a sidebar. Uh, Why into the addiction topic, Freddie Fender? Why are we doing that? Why are we going back into that to finish it up, really just tighten it up? Because it's a pretty crucial topic that is at the root of how Trump and company take advantage of people who are hurting or angry. How do they do it, you say? You ask? You want to know how do they do it? Look at Alex Jones. When Trump was president, this lunatic got a press pass to try and legitimize Alex Jones as a journalist. Listen real quick, Fred. I hope you're back for the second episode for this continuation. But listen up real quick, Fred. And I'm not even bitching. I'm trying to understand why I'm the worst communicator Do a better job. Get your ass together now. I'm serious. I suck. Hang it. 
freaking killing everybody. Everybody's in a trance. All right, let's go to rebroadcast for a while. I'm serious, man. I'm two inches, folks, from walking out here forever. Can't do this anymore, man. We're in a damn war. They're murdering everybody. It's funny. Well, I don't think it's funny. Are you guys wondering what you were hearing right there? What you were hearing is Alex Jones bitch slapping himself. Videos in the show notes. He's hopped up, you guys. This is a man, this Alex Jones, who's been arrested multiple times for opioid abuse. And he's been to rehab for his addiction to Vicodin. And I'm not talking shit about him. I am not. I'm saying he's an addict. And I guarantee his listeners have the same addictions or similar issues. You have to be on something to follow his crazy. Ash, play this for our friends. Please, sir, play this. So they uh, saw this and released this to just, yeah. Now, is this the, the gay frog that you were talking about? No, this is not the atrazine gay frogs. By the way, you pull up major universities, folks. And I'm not against gay people. The point is, is that atrazine artificially demasculates men. It overfeminizes women uh, and causes cancer. And where is that found? Where is the, uh, ac- uh, whatever you're saying? Atrazine found? is basically in all of our tap water. It's in everything. We're just inundated. So, so you and, believe and Don't that- believe me. Don't believe me. I was covering like 10 years ago. Uh, a Berkeley study and then a South African study and a UT study going, wow, look, almost all the frogs don't now want females. They want to have sex with males who don't produce eggs so that frogs are dying. And I said, it's making the freaking frogs gay. Well, hold on a second. And now what? And then they go, sorry. Gay frogs, he says. So anyone listening to this, anyone all over the world, because we're in like 32 countries now. So anyone all over the world listening, does that make sense to you? Does this make sense to you? That the United States government is putting chemicals in the water to intentionally turn everyone gay and erode the world of American citizens. Because if all the guys are gay, because that's, that's what he's putting out there, they're turning everybody gay. So if all the guys are gay, then we cannot populate the country. Therefore, if America is not populating the earth, We'll all eventually die and someone else will take over our land. Who does this make sense to? This whole segment with uh, Alex Jones. Who does this make sense to? I'll wait. Just as suspected. Nobody. This isn't normal, you guys. This motherfucker is seeping. Seeping. Like it's coming out of his neck and his face. He's all sweaty and yelling and pitiful. This is the side effect of opioid abuse on display. If you actually read the side effects of opioids, he hits the mark on all physical attributes of a guy strung out on opioids just out of his fucking face. Why am I bringing up Alex Jones and his addiction? Because like I said, I'm not making fun of him. Let's bring this home for you right now, Fred. Alex Jones is stuck. His listeners must be on something to be able to follow his logic and or his listeners are dealing with mental illness, which usually goes hand in hand, drug abuse and mental illness. He makes no logical sense. So a couple questions I want to ask you guys, and you can please send back your responses at info at eastwestgrind.com. Yeah, that's us. Info at eastwestgrind.com. Question number one. Take a look, Fred and all my listeners, take a look at the insurrection video. All the ones, all the videos that are out there. Who do these folks look like and sound like? Who do they sound like while they were screaming and yelling at the gates of the Capitol building? Save the children. You sent me. They just found out a state senator in Pennsylvania, a quote Republican who's married to the top Democrat, was in satanic-themed porn movies. Greg Reese is doing a report on that. And and by the way, wait till you hear. The themes of the movies are kidnapped women who are impregnated in gang rapes at satanic events to then harvest the babies for blood drinking. (laughs) 
Oh, my goody, goody gumdrops. So once you realize who we're up against, it all starts making a lot of sense. So, Oh, my goody, goody gumdrop. You see what I mean, you guys? Do you see the con yet? And question number two, guys, where were they on the day of January 6th? All the podcasters like Alex Jones and Bannon and Rush and all them, you know, where were they? These are the guys who primed their listeners, primed them. Remember those signs at the gas station back in the day? Don't prime the pump. So these Americans were primed to go sideways and attempt to intimidate and or take over the government. And just like any other dealer on the street, they left those Americans at the Capitol building high and dry to take the rap. Now let's put a fork in this segment and deliver Donald Trump's role in this. All right. Trump gave, let's just be realistic here. Let's just talk real. Okay. I mean, we're friends. That's what you do. You talk to friends real. But Trump gave a known drug addict and criminal a press pass to the White House. Articles in the show notes. Yes, Alex Jones got a press pass in 2017. Why is that important? Because Trump is not as dumb as he pretends to be. And by giving Alex Jones a press pass, Trump legitimizes Jones' crazy conspiracies and gay frog stories, just like he legitimized the young dictator in Kim Jong-un. Why did he do that? Why is he normalizing mentally ill drug addicts and dictators? The answer is that Trump was normalizing dictators because he tried so very hard to transition our country into a dictatorship, and he needed our support to do that. So he made you think people like Vladimir Putin, well, they're just, they're all right, guys. They're cool. They are all right. Getting along with Russia would be a good thing, not a bad thing. And just about everybody agrees to that, except very stupid people. The man has very strong control over a country. Now, it's a very different system, and I don't happen to like the system. But certainly in that system, he's been a leader. Should Putin be in the G7? I said, no, he should be in the G8. Putin's a killer. A lot of killers. You got a lot of killers. Why, you think our country's so innocent? He's done an amazing job. He's put himself really as, you know, a lot of people would say he's put himself at the forefront of the world as a leader. I spoke indirectly and directly with President Putin, who could not have been nicer. Have you had any dealings with the Russians? Well, I've done a lot of business with the Russians. They're commies, you know that. They're They're commies. They're smart and they're tough. See what I mean, friends? Trump attempted to turn the United States, that ship of democracy and fairness, because that's, you know, that is our country's goal, democracy and fairness for all. All men are created equally. We're in that fight right now, you guys. Actually, go to Senator Liz Warren's website right now and her young mama bear protege, Congresswoman Katie Porter's website. Those ladies come from hard times America, just like every other working class American. And they are holding everyone from the CEOs or the big banks to those tech kids and everyone in between. These two ladies are holding their feet to the fire for the American people. Know the character of Liz Warren and Katie Porter and find out who your local politicians are and keep them honest like these ladies are doing. These are honest politicians. We can have honest politicians. It's a choice. We put them into their positions. Vote for the right people. Know who's running. And vote in the best interest of yourself and your family. Because I guarantee everybody's family life, everybody's life is very similar. The vast majority of us, very similar. Folks, Liz and Katie are out there fighting for mother's rights, for all people's rights, especially working people's rights. And I challenge everyone across the globe who listen to our show to think about this question. And the question is this. These politicians, local and national, which one would you trust with your wallet while you go to the bathroom? Which one? 
Because these politicians oversee our tax dollars. And if you can't trust your politician with your ATM card, I damn sure can't trust you with my tax dollars. You guys are going to have to kick rocks. All right, guys, where were we? Brett, basically, Trump seeing an opportunity to take advantage of some folks in their heads and their hearts, and he manipulated them into believing that their government, that he was in charge of for four years, not free ball in charge, but he had a lot of pull, but that their government was out to get him. Save me, he says. Let's march to the Capitol. I'll be right there with you. Now it is up to Congress to confront this egregious assault on our democracy. And after this, we're going to walk down and I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down. We're going to walk down anyone you want. But I think right here, we're going to walk down to the Capitol. And we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. And we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them. See, left high and dry, like the small contractors in New York that he burned. Now he's got these same folks that he took advantage of and encouraged them to go to the Capitol. He's got them, you guys, sending money to him and Rudy for legal fees. Where's he at? Where's he at to help you guys with your legal fees? Where's he at for the shaman? The shaman's pissed. What the fuck, Arrowhead? Yeah, what the fuck, Arrowhead? Now let's get back to addiction, Fred. When it came to smoking, I'm taking it back to me again. Someone gave me a reflection of myself like, you smoke a lot. And then I realized, oh shit, that's not who I want to be anymore. Someone who smokes a lot using this thing that I knew was slowly killing me every day. It was a light bulb that went off like a switch. Click. And boom. Rapid change. Cigarettes in the trash. It was a choice. And it was a choice I needed to make, man. I wanted to continue to be more active as I hit middle age. Walk outside and, you know, in the parks. Travel. I want to travel and walk around the world. Visit my family's native land in the Azores of Portugal. And that was going to take physical strength in order to have the lung capacity to live that new adventurous lifestyle. But I not only had to get in the right mindset, I had to get my body right in the physical place too. Once you realize what you have to do, this applies to everything. Once you realize what you have to do and you want it, Those steps to living a longer, healthier lifestyle, mentally and physically, that's when that switch flips. And while change takes time, friends, like losing weight, that commitment, because that's a huge commitment, you have to realize that you're worth fighting for and you have to take that time to build it up, that momentum to want to make change. It's like a train that takes off slowly and gains speed. And then when it's barreling down the tracks, nothing can stop it. But it's a life-changing choice, friend, that you want to live. For whatever that means to each individual listening, whatever commitment you're struggling with or to keep, you got to be willing to see what you're capable of. That even if you feel no one believes in you, nobody, you do. That's all that matters. You're willing to fight for yourself. I think that's so important. People who have something to live for don't spend their life putting sticks in the spokes of others who are living. They give them a push if they wobble. That's what people do. That's what good people do. Be that guy, y'all. Be that guy, Fred. We're all a work in progress. All right, back to Fred. And finally, this guy has been almost two episodes, this Fred comment, this Fred email. But uh, your final part, one of the final things you said, Fred, was uh, stinky, stinky homeless people here in California. Man, 
That really was a long side note and sidebar. And Fred, you know, you don't have to be a dick talking shit about homeless people and smelly and whatever, whatever. We do have a lot of homeless people here in California. We're working on it. And our state issues, you know, here in California, they might be higher in some areas uh, than other parts of the country. We're one of the most populated states in the country. Stands to reason our numbers for a lot of things are higher because we have more people here. But don't act like your state, wherever you're from, don't act like your state doesn't have homeless. And Fred, most people don't want to be homeless. They just don't. There's a ripple effect to things. Reagan shut down the mental hospitals in the 80s. When you close mental hospitals, where do the mentally ill go for help or to get help, you know, getting acclimated back into society from off the streets? Because there's a, that's a process. You don't go from the streets back into regular, you know, working a nine to five job. You have to get right. But we got to put more money into people and mental illness. That's just a fact. And you know what, Fred? Just last week, Dinez and I, we were in the city over at uh, Harvey's with our friends Hannah and Kelsey. Harvey's has great food. If you're ever in San Francisco in the Castro District, Harvey's. But, you know, we were, we finished eating our brunch. And we were at the light walking across the street. And then this homeless guy, he was all dirty, shirt hanging off. I think he had like one front tooth. But me, I'm wearing a Def Leppard shirt. That was the band back in the day. But this guy, he's stumbling across the street and he sees my shirt and he's like, hey, hey, I love Def Leppard. I love Def Leppard. That song. And he stood there for a second, like trying to open up that vault in his mind where he was young and pour some sugar on me was playing on the radio like every hour on the hour, you know, before mental illness and self-medication for drug addiction or whatever took over his mind and his life. But as I stood there, or sat, I mean, because I was in the wheelchair, my ankle, you know. But as I sat there, I wasn't afraid of him, watching him struggle to find his words and, and get the right sentence. I gave him the time he needed to remember. And he did. About five seconds in, he popped up with, Def Leppard, pour some sugar on me. Best songs. And I said, I smiled at him and I said, yes, sir, the greatest music of our time. And a man who was kind of hunched over and stumbling across the street when I saw him suddenly stood up straight. He held his head up really high and he marched off as if Princess Diana was on his arm. And I felt the pride for him that he felt in himself when he strutted off up that street. Sometimes, Fred, all people need to make that move from, you know, to, to take the steps to come out of homelessness or out of addiction or whatever it is, sometimes all they need is for one person to recognize their humanity and confirm to them that they matter or I see you. Maybe his life will change a bit. Maybe he'll, you know, get some confidence. Maybe he got some confidence that day. He felt like he was being treated importantly, or just as a person by someone calling him sir. Maybe that small conversation is what'll take him to the next level. I can only hope because I'm the one that had that conversation with him that day. Really quick, but you know what I mean? Try being that guy, Fred. Try being a guy that can change somebody's day or somebody's life with just the right words. Thanks for being here, Fred. Thanks for going on this journey, this day and a half journey with me or show and a half, whatever it turns out to be. But uh, thanks for being here, man. Good luck out there. All right, guys, before we get into the asshole of the week, let's give a shout out and some love to our sponsors over at Body and Soul Botanica. Folks, your Miracle Sports Cream has contributed to me being weeks ahead of schedule in the healing process with this ankle. And I am genuinely so happy I found this product because seeing and feeling the progress in my ankle has really kept my mental state upbeat. 
I mean, it's pretty traumatic to just, boom, all of a sudden, not be able to walk or cook or shower. I mean, some days were hard, you guys. It's been a really rough time for the entire world for about 12 or 14 months. Adding a broken ankle to the mix wasn't a piece of cake. But actually, seeing the progress and feeling the pain become less and less through the use of Miracle Sports Cream from Body and Soul, it's made super positive days for me like, you're going to make it, Chris. Calm down. You got this. Here I am, a little less than three months in, and I'm walking. I'm super, super grateful for this, you guys. And don't forget, guys, when you place your order, enter promo code EASTWESTGRIND for that 20% off. And with that 20% off, when you place that order, check out their eye cream and bath products, too. They're super awesome. That's www.bodysoulbotanica.com. Go check that out, my friends. It's been really, really great. It's reasonably priced. And remember, guys, you get what you pay for applies to everything. And as a reminder, friends, Body and Soul Miracle Sports Cream has 11 all-natural herbs, including including CBD and all combined this sports cream goes beyond the power of just CBD give it a shot guys one more time it's www.bodysoulbotanica.com and promo code east west grind for that 20% off thanks guys all right you guys good good product you better get you some but all right here we go here we are We are at this week's highly, highly anticipated asshole of the week. Who is it? Folks, that's going to be Fremont Mayor Lily May in Fremont, California. I'm sorry, Madam Mayor, it has to be you. And here's why. Since our last episode, guys, maybe a few episodes back when we talked about uh, Lily May running for District 10, but when I urged my fellow Californians not to vote for Mayor Lily May of Fremont, California, four state Senate seat in District 10, state Senate seat in District 10. After that drop, she kind of went stalker, Miss Lily May. Because when that episode dropped, this lady, that same morning of the drop, and over the next 36 hours, was like a crazy ex-girlfriend. No shit. Facebook messaged me like 29 times in like 45 minutes talking about how her record is this, her record is that. 29 messages taking credit for things she had nothing to do with. Like people wanting to get COVID vaccines or the vaccinations. People were lined up begging for that vaccine. Here in the Bay Area, man, people are hip. They know. And blowing up my phone with phone calls and voicemails, like I don't have anything else in my life to do but listen to you defend yourself and your record, Madam Mayor. This really is crazy ex-girlfriend territory. This is not respectful and it's not okay. My email is info at eastwestgrind.com, Mayor. I say it every episode, ma'am. Try that next time. If someone has not responded to your 29 text messages and multiple voicemails, do not continue calling them, especially late at night, man. Where I come from, when the phone rings at night, someone's dead, man. Don't put people through that. Just like you did. You need to wait, ma'am, until... People are ready to talk to you. And you definitely don't show up at the person's job, ma'am. Asking their boss to text them, hi, the mayor said hi. Like I didn't get your 29 text messages and your voicemails. I just got two right now sitting here recording this. That's like three days later, four days later. What's going on? Why are you doing that? I got your shit, man. You just seem so desperate. It's the turnoff, man. And I don't even want to deal with you at this point, but I will. But Madam Mayor, you don't need to get a hold of me right now. You get it. You need to get a hold of yourself. You're a mayor, an elected civic leader, not some abusive ex who needs a restraining order on them. Or do you show some dignity 
Your need for damage control does not give you the right to harass a constituent. Does not give you the right to stalk them at their place of employment. If you have something to say, let's have you come on the show. And you can explain what the people of Fremont have been saying and their concerns. Why are you claiming, this is what they're saying, why are you claiming to have consistently exceeded the number of affordable housing units when the Mercury News reported you are 2,800 units short? Question number two, why did the Alameda County Democrats harshly rebuke you the day you announced your Senate run? Asking that any candidate with a history of anti-LGBT stances be banned from the party endorsement. Why are they putting you in that bucket, ma'am? Mayor Lily May? Why did you also get fined? This is three. This is only three. This is only three questions that I've got for you. And I trust me, if you come on the show, we're going to go hardcore. But why did you get fined for campaign finance violations when you underreported over $5,700 in campaign contributions? Who were they from? We have a right to know. We elected you. I want to know where my money's going or who you're getting it from. Isn't that fair? Are you connected to Grandmaster Kim of the Taekwondo here in Fremont? Is that a friend of yours? Are you getting money from her? I'm curious personally because I know her. Why did you plagiarize a Planned Parenthood statement condemning Asian hate after the murders of the women in Atlanta? when you weren't even one of the 30 Bay Area elected officials to sign it publicly? Was it that hard for you to write your own statement saying that hate against Asians, your own community, was not okay? I don't need 29 text messages with links to things that, you know, you think prove you're doing a good job, particularly when most have nothing to do with you. I want you to answer the concerns of your constituents the concerns about your character, about your integrity, about your willingness to do the things you were elected for that actually help the people that you represent. Not the dressed up resume highlights you want to shove in front of people that have nothing to do with anything. And I'm certainly not going to fall for it. I'm no rookie. Sorry, ma'am. 29 text messages? What the fuck, Madam Mayor? Respectfully. Are you really doing the work if you have to work so hard to prove you're doing the work? Let me ask you that again. Are you really doing the work if you have to work so hard to prove you're doing the work? And if you don't want to, you know, come and answer these questions on my show, because here at the East West Grind, we are about truth, ma'am, not propaganda or fluff. These are questions. I've seen asked on Facebook and Twitter and Reddit, all these different forums about you. And if you don't want to come on, then what are you afraid of is my question to you, Madam Mayor. And voters of District 10, pay attention. How do you feel? How do you feel about a politician that goes to such desperate lengths to control a narrative? rather than answering the real questions and concerns to her constituents. If this is how she reacts to their concerns, to our concerns, what are the chances she's going to go to a higher office and go to bat for you and your loved ones? I'd say slim to none. Mayor May, I'm happy to book you on the show and read more of your constituents' questions to you to give you a fair chance to address them. Offers on the table. Boom. Respond via email, please. Because damn, be respectful. I have other things going on in my life besides you. And sidebar, real quick, you guys. I've been up the ass of politics for about six, seven years now. Hard. I called the Dems taking back the Senate weeks before Loeffler and Purdue were revealed to be wealthy crooks too out there in, I believe it was Georgia. Somebody out there in Georgia. Kelly Loeffler, you know, she sold her stock in the retail industry and dumped it into PPE right before the pandemic hit the rest of the country. Remember that? Kelly Loeffler selling her 
retail stock. Google that. But I've got an article in the show note for you too. I've got Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon listening to my show and using my content. Doug taking my content. Somebody on the right is listening to me too. I told the Republicans if they were going to try and get their shit together, they better dust off Paul Ryan and team him up with Adam Kinzinger and put him in front of their party. Three weeks later, Paul Ryan's coming out to help fundraise with Adam Kinzinger. Mm Mm-hmm. But I get into, folks, I get into Twitter spats with Trump's wingmen, like Sebastian Gorka, Dan Bongino. These guys are afraid of me. And I don't give two shits what any of them has to say. Gavin Newsom reads my tweets and listens to my podcast. Mark McKinnon, look him up. Rachel Maddow, Bill Maher. My political game is legit and it is tight, tight, tight. So I'm thinking, you guys, I'm thinking about this as my phone was going off with Mayor, Mayor May and all that shit. And I'm thinking, something's not right. She is trying to control my messages, what I say. Friends, this is exactly what political damage control looks like. If there was no truth in anything I've said, not being supported by the Alameda County Democrats, voting against supporting the LGBT community, which is huge for me, plagiarism, not supporting Planned Parenthood, yet posting one of their speeches and not citing them as the author, letting people believe it's your work or your thoughts until you got called out. Come on, Mayor. You can't be like that. It's not cool. That's straight up dishonesty. We don't need people like you in the mayor's office, and we damn sure don't need people like you in the Senate. Any Senate seats for that matter, state or federal. And this is not personal, my friends, Madam Mayor. It's not personal. You may even find a picture of me and Lily May in front of my job. She came to get a picture with me. Just popped in, you know, to get a pizza and asked while I was working, can you take a picture with me? I got a broom in my hand and a dustpan, you know, at the time because I'm working, you know? So I say, I got to ask my boss. I made her and her friend Chris wait for, I don't know, 16, 90 minutes. This was in the beginning of COVID when we went from handshakes to arm bumps. Remember that? I arm bumped her guy, Chris. He's always with her. I met him. He's a really nice guy. Nice enough. But uh, like I said, I was working when she came in that day. But uh, can I just, let me ask you this, Madam Mayor. Can I just go up to City Hall when you're working and ask for a picture, no matter what's going on in your office? Like, hey, can I get a picture with you? I wouldn't even do that, though, ma'am. What makes you think you can do that? Because you're the mayor? Let me speak to all politicians that are listening, and I know a lot of them listen. Madam Speaker of the House, it's a pleasure having you here. But let me, let me just say something to the politicians that listen. As a reminder, friends, elected officials, don't go into businesses restaurants, what have you, and expect special treatment or expect that you can just pull someone off their shift for a photo op. Remember, we pay your salaries. Were you or are you, were you that day? Were you on a lunch break? You sat there for two hours. I only get 30 minutes for lunch. You know what else, you guys? You know what else just came to mind? That day I talked about a few weeks ago, Remember when Lily Mae was at my job for lunch? I think it was that Saturday. I had told you guys about uh, the big spender from Texas. Remember that? This was, again, a couple episodes back, not too far back. But that day that she'd op- she showed up with the guy from Texas, the tables were full in the patio. Outside, inside, full. Lily and her squad had two tables outside, I believe. There was like six or eight of them. And I told one of the other customers or folks that was out hanging out, I said, hey, that's the mayor. Pretty cool, huh? I think it's cool. You know, the mayor comes down and has lunch. I, you know, I think it's cool. But after that, Mayor May and her posse, they had gone to get something from the car. And I went back inside to answer the phones or whatever I was doing. Because again, 
I was working. I went, ca- I went back outside a few minutes later. Tables were empty. Lily May was even like, where did everybody go? The only one standing outside now, besides Mayor and her posse, was Joe. Joe, the Portuguese liquor store owner, next door. He was eating a linguiça sandwich. Boom. Sometimes he brings enough cooked linguiça for all of us at the pizza place. It's so good. If you've never had a linguiça sandwich, fry that shit up really dark. Put some mustard on it between some, you know, a couple pieces of bread, a roll, whatever, whatever. That is some good, good eating, guys. Quick sidebar there. But you know what it tells me, Mayor? That, you know, the whole outside took off when I said, hey, the mayor's here. It tells me that people are not happy with you. They're not happy with what you're doing in Fremont. If they don't even want to be in this, they don't want to breathe the same air as you. What's going on? So let me tell you something else, Madam Mayor. As we circle back, let me just reiterate a couple of things and we'll move on. It's inappropriate for you to blow up one of your, constitu- one of your constituents with messages to defend your record. That's one. And remember, Trump lied about his accomplishments all day, every day, for four years. But he still held up newspapers like, look, look how great I am. That's what you did by sending me all those messages, ma'am, and those articles. Fremont is home, Madam Mayor, to the tech people now. They're some of the smartest people in the world. They don't need you to persuade them to get vaccinated. You took credit for that by appearing as if you convinced people to get the vaccines. Why would you do that? They're already informed. And, you know, tech people are probably like refreshing their phones for dates before you probably even knew that the vaccine was going to be available here. You think it's you that did that? No, ma'am, it's not. And I can see with my own eyes, the conditions of Fremont, California, and the struggles of the people whose families have been there for generations. We got into this, you and I, about the Cloverleaf Bowl last year. Cloverleaf Bowling Alley. You and I got into this. You could have fought for that beloved local iconic bowling alley that was such good family fun since I was like, before I was born. It's very old school part of the community, part of the charm of Fremont. But no, you didn't do it. But that whole area where the Cloverleaf Bowling Alley was will now be more three-story apartments and condos, most definitely that you approved. People on top of people congesting the entire community to look more and more like 880 on city streets all day, More and more and every day. Do you follow me, Madam Mayor? There's police cars all over the four corners. Fremont Boulevard looks like shit. And you're building more condos down there too. What are you doing to the community, Mayor? Don't we have standards for the community, for how businesses and stores should be kept up? Don't we have street sweepers? Who's doing the budget over there? Yet your city website says you're fantastic. What we see in Fremont and what you're projecting or sending people of your record don't reflect the same thing. I don't want to hear from your, from your site, from the city of Fremont website that you control. I don't want to hear that you're doing a great job. I want to hear it from the constituents. I want to see it in the city. And I don't see it. A lot of people don't see it. Remember, Trump had a government website saying everything was fine when Mike Pence was calling Santa Clara Health Department in the beginning of 2020. Who are you trying to play, Madam Mayor? You can't get one over on me. Niles, California, stand strong, you guys. You are the last part of Fremont That is old school. They're tearing down Peralta. They went after Irvington already. Stay strong, Niles. 
Finally, Madam Mayor, as I was saying a few minutes ago, don't hang down your constituents. These are serious questions to your character and to your integrity. You're running for a Senate seat. You better take this up with the state of California if you think I'm being dishonest or uninformed. You have the power. You have an open invite anytime on the East West Grind podcast. All right, you guys, I'm out. Like I said last week, everything's piling up. We got emails. We'll throw those in. But I hope you guys had a great time with this little this little mini series, this little cliffhanger. I sure did. <laughs> All right, you guys, we'll see you next week. Remember to like and share, subscribe. Subscribe to this podcast, you guys. Get those downloads first. Help us move this podcast all around, you guys. Check out our website as usual. Let us know if you see anything that needs attention, you guys. Continue to send us those emails at info at East West Grind. We'll continue to ask your questions and we'll talk about your concerns on the show. Because like I said, you guys, we seek answers just like you. Share this podcast with those MAGA relatives you love so very much. But you can't get a word in edgewise, guys. Send them to me. They'll get me because guess what? I get them. All right, you guys. See you next week. And remember, I got your back, guys. Peace. Peace.